Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan, and today we are here to talk about Hawkeye, the finale, and Kingpin, the whole entire rundown. So, before we get into this, I want to talk about um, Kingpin uh, off the bat and let you guys know that I have a interview linked on my Discord to what was the confirmation of Kingpin uh, being in the MCU and if this was the same one to Daredevil and not and whatnot, um, the whole article, the whole interview is linked on my Marvel News tab in my podcast Discord, uh, at PC Boys, obviously. So, uh, let's talk about Kingpin first, because I think that this is the most important thing. So, on a, um, interview being done by a very not well-known YouTuber, uh, known as The Coalition, spells, uh, K-O-A-L-I-T-O-N, um, it's only got 60 views as of right now, but this interview does indeed confirm that this Wilson Fisk is the same one that was in Daredevil and is in much, uh, strong, he's much stronger physically, right? I mean, for those of you that watched the season finale of Hawkeye, literally Wilson Fisk was able to throw around Kate Bishop really easily and rip off a car door. So he does explain this. And also, um, he goes in to explain that within the five years of the blip that happened, Kingpin lost a lot of power and he wants to take his city back and re- gain that power that he had lost um, all those years ago. So that's essentially what uh, Vincent D'Onofrio said in this interview. Like I said, if you don't believe me, go check the interview out for yourself. But it's good to know that this is indeed canon and that the Marvel Netflix shows at least Daredevil um, is canon to the MCU. Um, And that's great. You know, I'm glad that Vincent D'Onofrio, it's great to see him again. He did a great job in, in the role of Kingpin this time around. Um, you know, he had the same demeanor when he talked to people that he did in, uh, Daredevil, and it was just so reminiscent, I was like, oh, it's like a flashback to the past of, you know, Daredevil season three and season one, um, where he was mainly, prominently the villain. Um, but when it comes down to uh, Kingpin and his strength, my gosh, this motherfucker is so much stronger now and much bigger than he was in the Daredevil series. So it's nice to see an evolution of his character. Um, however, big spoiler, when we get to the end of the finale of the Hawkeye um uh, a series, uh, Maya, aka Echo, ends up finding out that Wilson Fisk is the reason that her, uh, her father is dead, and as she does in the comics, ends up pulling a gun and shooting him in the face. Now, the camera pans up, so my guess is, is that Wilson Fisk is going to be blind, like he was in the comic books when he got shot by Maya, because originally the plan was to kill him, but because comic books, they resurrected him and, of course, just made him blind. So... That's what it looks like that they're going to do with this version of the Kingpin. Um, how do I, uh, you know, what do I think about the MCU interpretation of him, even though it's the same character? It's a little bit, like, familiar and different. Um, the way that D'Onofrio acts and speaks as Kingpin is very familiar, but in terms of his power and his strength and a little bit of the MCU cartooniness being added in there, it does feel a little bit different to me, and I don't really know what to think about that, because... 
in all honesty, like, you know, the Kingpin to me is not a character that I really look at as goofy. He's very serious and dark. So I'm really interested to see what the MCU is going to do in terms of Daredevil and Kingpin to make these characters um, enjoyable to watch on the big screen. Because as of right now... It's just kind of like in limbo where these characters are going to go and how they're going to be dealt with in the MCU. I'm just very, you know, excited, but also a little worried to see what they're going to do and how they're going to, you know, finish this entire story um, with, you know, Kingpin, Maya, a.k.a. Echo and Daredevil. But good to know that this is, in fact, connected with Daredevil and that it's all canon. So that's the good news. Now, on to the actual Hawkeye series itself. The series was really well done. I would have to say that this is by far my favorite um, MCU live-action Disney Plus show to date, other than Loki. Um, it was very ground-level. It was funny when it needed to be, but serious enough. Kate Bishop's, um, you know, character development in this show was done very well, and you could obviously tell that Hawkeye was struggling with some of his inner demons and Ronan, obviously. Um, and getting to see more about Ronan and the damage that he caused when he was Ronan, I think that that was all really nice, interesting, and I was very glad that they actually did go out of their way to explain more about Ronan um, than they had in you know, Avengers Endgame. So I'm very happy uh, with how Hawkeye was dealt with, Kate Bishop. I couldn't have asked for anything better. And Jack's character, even by the end of the movie, had a good resolution. Um, but everybody in this show played their parts tremendously well. Um, and of course, leading up to the big Kingpin reveal, you know, the action scenes and everything were relatively good. Even Yelena Belova being in this movie, oh my gosh, did an amazing, you know, Florence Pugh did a great job in Black Widow. She did a great job here playing, uh, a very likable Black Widow. Um, and, and, and very, um, you know, combat. Uh, effect, you know, she's very effective in combat, so it was really nice to see Yelena's character, you know, come to realize that, you know, Clint isn't the person that killed her sister, and had, a, you know, a character growth and development from revenge to forgiveness, so it was really nice to see that. Um, also, having, you know, MCU callbacks, you know, with the Stark uh, Industries arrows or the Pimtech arrows, which I thought was fucking awesome. I loved the Pimtech arrows in this movie. They made for some of the funniest moments ever. Um, but yeah, this show overall was amazing. I'm so fucking happy that they did it. It was so good to see Kingpin again after all these years of waiting. And as I talked about with No Way Home the other day, to see Matt Murdock's Daredevil. Um, but when it comes to the Kingpin and, and you know, uh, the characters moving forward right now, Kate Bishop and, of course, Hawkeye are, you know, celebrating Christmas. And Kate will, of course, inevitably inevitably become the next Hawkeye. But when it comes down to Wilson Fisk, we don't know where they're going to go with him. I mean, we assume right now that he's not dead and that he's just going to be blind like he was in the comics, which would, you know, make sense because it, it makes no sense in my mind to bring Kingpin back, this really anticipated character, to just murder him and, and be done with him. I don't see that happening. 
And I have a big feeling he's going to return back up in Echo um, as the main villain, probably. I mean, that, that would be my assumption. But my hope is that they actually do stuff with Kingpin. I am, you know, looking forward to see Maya and what they're going to do with her story. Because now that she's not after the Ronin and she shot Fisk and believes that he's dead, where are we going to take her character and what is she going to be up to? So I'm interested to see that when it comes to the Echo series. But I will say... Um, when it comes down to it, right now it's good to be a Marvel fan, and especially a Daredevil fan, to, to see Daredevil himself and Wilson Fisk himself in, you know, two release Marvel projects here in the MCU. So that is great. Um, if I had to rate the Hawkeye show, I would rate it a 8 out of 10. Uh, very much along the lines of Spider-Man No Way Home. Great. Go watch it. Um, but yeah, so... That's all I really have to talk about. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I know that these Disney Plus shows aren't really as in-depth like my Spider-Man review was last night, but you got to remember, that Spider-Man movie, it, because Spider-Man is my favorite character, and this is one of the most hyped movie of the year, and being somebody that has waited for this movie for two years now, knowing in the direction that they were going to be going in... Um, that movie deserved to have a long podcast and a long review. This, on the other hand, it's a short eight ep or excuse me, six episode series on a character that isn't my personal favorite. I know that Alex Huff, when you know she gets around to completing the entire um, show, that she's going to be very excited and she she's going to be happy with the whole show. I know that for a fact. She's going to be very impressed with it, but. In terms of me, you know, I can't really cover it as in-depthly because I'm not a big Hawkeye fan. Um, but it was a very good show, and it was done very well, and I recommend everybody to watch it. I mean, it's eight, you know, $8 on Disney Plus just to watch, you know, this really good series. So, do it. I mean, it's relatively cheap. So, but thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the review. Um, I don't know what I'm going to be doing for podcast content now due to the fact that No Way Home's out. Um, and Hawkeye probably talking about Daredevil and Spider-Man's future and Wilson Fisk and where they're going to go with those three characters. And, uh, you know, I'll probably do podcasts talking about those things. Uh, maybe do some more ranting on Call of Duty. But other than that, I don't really know what else I got planned for my next major podcast. But something will come up and we will cover it here. But until then, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. Come catch me on some live streams coming up this week. And I'll catch you all in the next one.